This is Might Sound Wild, a podcast for business owners, creatives, and anyone who wants to do what they love for a living. Hosted by Ron Wayne Scott and April Loyal. Well, we are getting close to the end of 2023. Can you believe it? It's almost over. No. We're going to, this, this episode, we're going to go back and talk about uh, some of the things that we discussed on our various episodes throughout the year 2023, and we'll do that coming up. Hey guys, it's Brianna LaCosta. I'm the social media manager for Mountainscape, Shore Shooters, and Might Sound Wild. I want to invite you to stay connected with us. We post regularly, and we want to see you interact with us. You can find Shore Shooters and Mountainscape through Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Might Sound Wild on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube. This is the Might Sound Wild podcast. Ron, I can't believe we're at the end of another year. I actually got confused in preparation for this and started looking at 2022 instead yeah. of 2023. It, it went has, by so fast. It has. It's just went by so fast. This year has just like completely flown by. Uh, but we we did do some good episodes at the end of last year to get you ready for the new year. So yeah, uh, we like, do want to mention that. Yeah, in the end of 2022, we kind of started those last several episodes really encouraging you to go for it if you are a photographer. So look back at the end of 2022, we had all kinds of episodes that were like, are you preparing to be a photographer in 2023? Um, I think we have one called Redefining Success, which I love, why you should go for it, all kinds of episodes that were really encouraging people to get out of their comfort zone and go for it in 2023. So we kind of rolled into 2023 talking about the technical stuff in photography, like taxes and things like that. Yeah. Goals for the new year. Yeah, and, all the typical yeah. things. and uh, um, Fixing up your social media, new Instagram versus old Instagram. We did an episode on that, which, of course, Instagram is one of those things that were, or social media in general is probably one of those things that throughout the history of this podcast will be updating from time to time because social media is always changing. And another big change that the actual podcast made was we, somewhere throughout the year, switched to being a monthly podcast instead yes. of a weekly one so yes. that we could keep topics a little bit more geared toward what you need to hear instead of us just feeling, to be honest, sometimes it's it's hard for me, Ron, to be on a podcast where I'm wondering if I'm talking to you or talking to five people or 10 people or who wants to hear it? <laughs> How can we serve people? Yeah, we were kind of getting a little bit repetitious with our topics because exactly. of uh, having to come up with something every week. So we decided that uh, the content would be a little more meaningful if we cut it back to just one a month instead of one a week. So yeah, that's you'll the notice that. in the beginning of this year, after we um, discussed things like taxes and um, New Year's resolutions and things like that. We kind of even spent some time um, with topics like how to beat the winter blues and are you bored? And I think that came from somewhere in us, you know, yeah, in, in yeah. the cold time of year when we're recording every week and we've discussed everything we think you need to know. And then we're kind of pulling things out that maybe we were experiencing, which is, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> winter blues and and how to, to not be bored in this industry. And it slows down for most photographers in January and February, it's just a real lull after wedding season or whatever it is that you that you do. So we covered those kind. But then I think, you know, when March came around, we really spent some time um, getting back into the meat of things. We have an episode called Education versus Content Building. 
And that one was um, pretty important when we were looking around and seeing a lot of people in our community and in the photography community in general, um, putting out, you know, these workshops. Yeah. So we have a whole episode that was dedicated to, is it education versus content building? Yeah. And uh, that that's the thing we have, what we talked about in that one was uh, we kind of talked about our own uh, events that we've had in general and how the main concept is content building. But I feel like uh, with our own little retreats that we have done for our team, the education, even though it's not really planned, it just sort of happens when you get a whole bunch of photographers together and you take experienced photographers and new photographers and put them together. And one of the great things about the photography community is how helpful people are and uh, how some of our photographers who have been doing this for a long time just sort of go to the new photographers and help them out. We get a bunch of people out there shooting at the same time, and the newer photographers are going to be looking to the, the more experienced photographers and going, hey, what settings are you using right now? And right. the experienced photographer tells the inexperienced photographer what their settings are. Well, the, now you've taught a new a beginner photographer something that they didn't know before because I've even heard this when we've been out there doing shoots at these retreats of an experienced photographer explaining to a less experienced photographer why they changed their settings to what they changed them to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it kind of happens so naturally. It's, yeah. it's like everybody is just naturally educating everybody else. And there have even been times when even the most experienced photographers have learned something from somebody who had a lot less experience than they did. And then after that episode, it, a similar topic, we rolled right into, are you the student or the teacher? Yes. And I think that was kind of, it's along the same lines of the, the previous episode, which I think is, um, you know, you can be both. I think we might've discussed that in that episode. Um, yeah, we did of how it's, Photography is just something that you're you're never going to completely master. You're always going to be learning something. But I think the simplest answer to that question, are you a student or are you a teacher, is you should be both. As a photographer, your entire journey is still about educating yourself or being willing to learn, um, you know, from people around you or learn just as you go along. You're all, you know, things are always evolving, changing, and there's always more to learn. So I feel like you're always a student. But in a lot of forms, you are also a teacher because you probably have something to offer someone else, no matter how long you've been doing this. So I think the simple answer is both. And after we covered those topics, we kind of went into some technical stuff, which we hadn't visited in a while on the podcast. And the next episode after that was creating presets in Lightroom, which I think, um, I've been doing for years and years, um, not even on purpose. And ironically, like just to make my workflow faster, yeah. you know, I've always been like, if, if I find something that works for me for a certain set, um, you know, create that preset, use it again. And then I think it took me a while to realize that not only was it cutting my workflow down, I was trying every person under the sun's presets, every photographer out there, popular photographer on Instagram that was selling presets 
I was trying them out and manipulating the heck out of them to try and make them work for me. And I never was happy. And I think, and that's nothing against them. I think it's the way you shoot and then like what end result you have in mind. So I started developing all these presets that were very um, minimal. They hardly manipulated the photos and they kind of did well. Like people received them well. So we sold them um, on the website for a while. And I but think- yeah, that's that's the thing about a preset is your your stuff is not necessarily going to look like the person who developed that preset because you shoot different than that person. Yeah, different environments, different settings, oh, just so many things go into it. And not to discourage you from trying them because I obviously have tried everyone. Oh, obviously um, try them and then make mm-hmm. your own little adjustments to them to make them work for you. Sure. But if you feel inside that you're getting bored with that, or you feel like your work looks like everyone else, I think that's why we recorded that episode was I wanted to encourage people to find their own style and get in there and make something from scratch that works for the way you shot with your end result in mind, instead of just um, kind of falling in line with what everyone is using. So just in case you didn't know how to do that, we have a whole episode where we covered how to make a preset, develop it. And then one of my, I guess, highlights of the year was uh, you came up with a three-part podcast. We did this in three different episodes called The Art of Storytelling. Yeah, um, I had a big ideas about that. So I hope that those, I hope those episodes came out and made sense to people. I hope they, I hope if anyone listened to them, they served them well because in my mind that that was a really big little series that we had going on there. I'm not sure if I delivered it in a way that was helpful, but I, I sure hope so. So we had, yeah, three, three part series. The first one was the concept. The Which second of course, one was light. And the last one was composition. Yeah. You have to start with the concept. You've got to yeah. have, you can't just, you've got to have an idea in your head mm-hmm. of what I'm going to shoot here. That's the concept. Right. And then then you move on to the light. Yeah, I feel like if I remember correctly how we recorded it, I remember talking about how it can make or break your entire concept. So from, you know, if you have in your head that this is going to be dreamy light spilling in and you go shoot at the wrong time of day or wrong place for that, yeah. it will destroy the entire concept and you are going to you're going to be so disappointed. Yeah. Um, so we talked about how light is everything and in photography, light really is everything. It is. So after you've developed a concept, just, you know, I think we tried to spend some time and give some suggestions on how to deliver that. And, and the light was a big part of it. Yeah. And then part three was composition. And mm-hmm. I, I think you used the example. You were back when we recorded these episodes, you were uh, on this thing, just, just on your personal work of where you were, um, basically duplicating or coming up with, uh, I guess, inspiration of, uh, books that you had read, right? Yeah. That, I think that's what kind of led me into all of this is because I I was on a, a reading kick. I was like a machine at the end of the year and through Christmas break and that slow time of year. Yeah, and it it started to get my wheels turning and my mind going. And if I mean, you, if you read a lot and you're a visual person, that I think that's what happens. Yeah, and, you know, there's no visuals there. So exactly. you know, in my mind, I was creating a bunch of it, and um, 
it started to make me want to attack the book series inspiration and which made me think a lot about composition. Yeah. And, and you really, that. you really challenged yourself on the composition for one of those because you were, you were sort of using the inspiration for, I don't remember exactly where this book cover was shot, uh, but it seems like it was somewhere up North. Am mm-hmm. I correct on that? Yes. And, and then I ended up having to use the, and you, and you <laughs> shot it in, South Alabama. <laughs> and so I, I'm sure that was quite a challenge to duplicate um, the opposite end of the country in yeah, your part of the country. Definitely a, a little bit of a challenge, but it worked out. And Composition covers so many things like that. Like just it, it, there needs to be something going on. I think we talked, I think that's the episode where we talked about that, where, you know, give your um, subjects something to do, you know, what's the composition? Like, what's the, I mean, we talk about that in concept, concept episode for sure, but I think we kind of revisit it when we talk about composition and um, all of that is what makes storytelling. Yeah. And and, then that's what keeps you from being just a photographer, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a, that was a great series. Really enjoyed that one. (laughs) What are they doing? Are they out there for a reason? Are we going to have emotion and mood with, you know, nothing going on that they're just standing there because that's very possible. Are they having dinner? Are they drinking a, a drink? Are they, um, are they getting engaged? What, yeah. What's happening out there, you know? So like, don't forget to tell that. So you can tell that from kind of a bird's eye point of view to start. And that's when there's lots of negative space and you can really play around with that and have fun. Don't forget to move your own body. When we're talking about perspective, are you on the ground? Are you above them? Are you at their level? Where the the location of the photographer is a very important part of that. Uh, it just changes it, everything. It it does. It's a completely different picture based on where the photographer is positioned. All right. So uh, moving on, we had uh, the next episode that we did was one that I really can relate to because over the last probably ten years or so, photography has really become a female dominated business and uh if you're a man in this business you kind of sometimes feel like am i really in the right business here i can imagine i can imagine i'm i'm proud of us for doing this episode yeah Um, yeah and 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 i'm not saying i'm not a feminist (laughs) right right and i'm not saying anything negative about the fact that it has become a female dominated business no. there's nothing wrong with that no it's just that if you're a man in this business you sort of feel sort of kicked out yeah yeah, yeah so you're we, outnumbered <laughs> we were brave enough to get aiden hood on he shoots for us he's he's a photographer for us he started out for us in gulf shores and he has now moved down to the tampa area and is one of our photographers uh down in that area now and he he's been around like he's been yeah. around shore shooters and mountain he's, he's very young but he's been been around for a while he, right Aiden is super talented. When you look at his work, you're not going to be able to tell his age. You're going to think he's older, yeah. especially his wedding work. He looks like he has years and years of experience. He takes great care in editing. So what was happening to Aiden, I think one of the reasons that we wanted him on the episode was to tell his story. And he, because his name is gender neutral, yeah, he has gotten a lot, quite a bit of inquiries that have backed off 
after they found out that he was a guy. Yes. And I, he he was very gentle in the way he delivered his story because I could tell he did not want to point fingers and attack sure. and make anyone feel bad. Yeah. Um. So we just sat down and had like a good conversation with him. And um, I'm proud of us for doing that. That seemed, it's not that it's a controversial topic, but you know, people can make something out of nothing oh, of <laughs> super easily. So yeah. we, um, that was the one thing that I feel like we attacked in the podcast last year um, yeah. that kind of went against our normal um, pump you up mentality, <laughs> get you going. Here. <laughs> but, hopefully, but hopefully it was a little bit of hope for the other guys who are in this now female dominated business. But That's exactly I, right. I believe, I believe I mentioned in this episode of how crazy it is, how things, how much things have changed in the years that you and I have been in this business, because you've been doing this long enough that you remember back when you were the minority that's right in yeah. photography and oh, yeah. uh i was i was competing against a bunch of guys older guys yeah, guys older that guy. are older than me back when i first started yeah and um and then and then you were out there just trying to make a name for yourself in this male dominated industry That's right. yeah. and then all of a sudden somewhere along the way it just all completely turned around it sure did uh i don't know what happened but it just it happened it did it did <laughs> it changed so all right well we'll take a break there and then we'll move on and uh take care of uh some of the other episodes that we covered this past year on the Might Sound Wild podcast. More of the Might Sound Wild podcast coming up. If you're enjoying the Might Sound Wild podcast, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll get a notification every time we release a new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Might Sound Wild. This is the Might Sound Wild podcast. So we spent um, going into the this uh, late spring and early summer. We talked a, a lot from our personal experience as yeah, as learners. we as we prepared to get busy with our own businesses. Yeah, and you'll you'll notice that here on the podcast that Ron and I are kind of you're just following along with our own personal experiences. <laughs> is what, yeah, is what that yeah that's a, that's the thing. We sort of base a lot of these episodes on what's going on with our own businesses <laughs> because uh, we'll, we'll be talking about what's going on on our own businesses and then we'll go, oh, well, that's a good podcast topic. Let's I mean, talk yeah. about that on the next one. That's the whole point. And we were together yeah. down in Florida, I believe, is why it was really convenient for us to use some of our own team to help us through the next couple of episodes. Yes. So after we had a marketing episode, we um, told Alyssa's story. That's the title yes. of an episode. Alyssa, Alyssa was with us for yeah. a little weekend, uh, little weekend retreat thing that we had for our team. And Alyssa is just such a cheerleader for yeah. shore shooters and mountain escape. And uh, it just, we just had to get uh, get her on an episode with us because yeah. she's always talking about us on our social media. She will post pictures of her kids uh, doing their homeschool work and talking about how um, it's so great that she works for a company that makes it possible for her to homeschool her kids. And uh, she's just such a big cheerleader for us. Alyssa has been through the corporate world and, she and she's been through the ringer with it. So her um, story is great because she, her appreciation is really deep 
for what she believes that our company has done for her. Yeah. And um, there's just no way we could have told that story um, without her own, you know, um, personal touch there. So we record an entire episode while we were together. To me, I feel like you hit the nail on the head with saying simple, like you guys have a simple business plan. And I think, um, so much of the workplace in general is so it's oversaturated and overcomplicated. Mm -hmm. It makes it very frustrating to deal with aside from the normal, like, Oh, all right. I go to my job. It's nine to five. But me personally, I did, um, I did retail, I did customer service. And so the way that I had to be there was just, I had to emotionally be on 24 Mm seven all the time and not have a break. And I just remember I would, you know, some of my days, like my son is four and um, I'm sure as most of anyone who lives in this country knows, daycare is very, very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. And so um, you're gonna go to work and make as much money as you need, but it's all gonna go to daycare unless you have people yeah yeah sometimes there's really no point in even working no when you're not. paying for daycare not. because you're you're working mm-hmm. just to pay for, just to pay for daycare of your kids yeah and, and those, let me interject there yeah. if you're not in a two-income house oh correct you're right. single yes. parent, you, right. ha- you can't you don't have a choice no, you yeah don't one, have a choice. one person is working to pay the daycare mm-hmm. and the other person is working to pay the bills yeah and i've i've been a single mom since my son was was one and thankfully i have a amazing co-parenting relationship with with his father but you know the factual is we still live in two different households so mm-hmm. i still care for my home and my household and i'm blessed that my household has always had chore shooters in it because mm-hmm. because i do live with Brittany. but because of that i watched i watched what her everyday life was even on her busiest most stressful midsummer like she is going for it from the moment she wakes up till she goes to sleep like i could watch my friend you know, from a friend point of view of how I know her everyday life used to look like when it was busy and hectic and crazy at our old job that we first met each other with. And now, and I could see her just emotional psyche be so, so, so different. And I remember sitting there green with envy because I was broken. I was so broken at my job situation. I would have to get up most days, right? Any of us that are women, when we go to work, we have to look a certain way. Our hair has to be done. Our makeup Mm -hmm. has to be done. If you work retail with clothes, Clothing, like me, you had to be dressed a very specific way. All of that takes time. And having the time to do that when you also have a four-year-old and then my stepdaughter lives with me part-time so by also having a 15-year-old in the house, it, you know, I'm trying to handle getting her to school, which was like 45 minutes away. I also have to bring him somewhere and all of that has to happen. And I have to look beautiful by the time I get to work at 8 a.m. So like my day started very, very, very early and I is not a morning person. I'll tell you all that, <laughs> but you just had to be. And by the time I would be at work for eight, nine, 10 hours and then in retail, they, they do not care. They don't care when they tell you they're going to be off. You're scheduled till nine. If the job's not done, you're stuck there till midnight. They do not care. You have a four-year-old put to bed your your life doesn't matter to them your motherhood doesn't matter your children's way of life just it it just doesn't matter to them and I felt like I didn't see my son for the first two years of his life and I'm grateful that Brittany was home there were so many times she's like well I work from home because you know short shooters allows me to do that and the only reason she was able to be there with me is because her job is remote and you guys were like yeah go take care of your family and she was able to do that and see this is how you guys get me to cry every time i talk to you <laughs> so we're not going to do that i made a promise not to do that Too late. Um, I see <laughs> but even just like the impact on her specifically before it even got to me was so huge on my family because well, the funny thing is your son river he, <laughs> he is just sort of 
he's he sort of adapted to shore shooters. He sure I, I remember there was one morning I was on FaceTime with <laughs> Brittany and uh Brittany, after she gets done with her meeting with me, mm-hmm. she always calls Walt, mm-hmm. who is also who is her sort of like second in command yeah. in the office. And I was on a I was on FaceTime with Brittany, and River just walks in there and goes, "It's time to call Walt." Yeah, he knows. <laughs> like that's that's what the schedule is, and that's something that is super important to me as a mom and anyone who has young children knows that like, keeping your very young children on a schedule is vital to them growing up and to any part of your day. Like, it's not only important to me, but it's important to him and who he's going to become. And a lot of that has to, has to rely on my work schedule. Yeah. Like, if I'm gone for 13 hours out of the day, um, there were most nights, most nights I didn't get to put him to bed. Um, and there were days where I didn't get to see him because, again, I you know, he lives with his dad sometimes. So well, some the great, days I'd the be great thing about what you're doing mm. for us, you're, you're editing it for is. us. It is, yeah. So... You can edit, then go put him to bed, yeah, and then go back to the computer and edit some more. It literally is so life-altering to me because I get to get up in the morning before he wakes up sometimes, and I get to knock out um, a couple of edits. And there is not one single day that I have worked for you guys where I haven't looked up at Brittany, right, because she's privy to all my emotional everything (laughs) as she lists with me, where I'd wake up and I'm going to be like, I did, I edited three sessions today. I worked for less than four hours today. During those four hours, I was able to put my son down for a nap. I was able to run outside and play with him. And I made just as much money in those four hours as if I was gone for 13 hours today. Amazing. And conveniently, we had our office manager along too to come for the next episode, which was just directly experience that shore shooters and mountain escape, especially shore shooters, has gained over the last 10 plus years of dealing with, we, we even throw out numbers there, how many um, sessions we have in the summer. You know, um, Brittany gave some of those numbers and the whole episode was con- um, was designed around scheduling around weather. But if you live in the South, uh, Southeast, that's yeah. something that's a huge factor in your business. You can get rain outs constantly, almost every day if you're a sunset photographer. So we just talked about how we juggle that. And Brittany just really spoke from the experience of dealing with high, high volume. Now, like our situation <clears throat> can sometimes be a little bit different because we have so many photographers that uh, sometimes if we have a session rained out, uh, we can schedule a different photographer. Uh, I know that a lot of you are not in that situation because you are the only photographer and you don't have a backup person. But in that episode, Brittany talked about some ways to sort of avoid the problem in the first place. Um, because a lot of times the thing that Brittany and the rest of our office people have to deal with a lot of times is getting phone calls from clients who are scheduled three days down the road they're looking at their weather app on their phone and they're seeing that there is a 40% chance of rain on that day. And so they sort of panic and they call the office and say, Hey, there's a 40% chance of rain on the day of my session. I need to reschedule. And part of, uh, part of what Brittany does in the office is to convince these people, you you don't want to reschedule right now. You want to wait until, the day of your session. And then if you do get rained out, we'll figure out something then. But I believe you even mentioned in this episode that there have been times in the past where we have rescheduled a session 
And then it turned out to be a beautiful evening with oh, a yeah. perfect sunset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your worst nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no worse feeling than rescheduling a session, going home, not making any money that night. Right. And then you look out the window and you see this beautiful sunset that would have been absolutely perfect for oh. those family pictures that got rescheduled. And a dang rainbow or something. Like uh, oh, that. yeah, a rainbow. That, that exactly. usually happens. Yeah. Exactly. That I, I remember going back way, way back before uh, before you came along or before we had any other photographers. I remember doing a wedding one time. And when I first got to the, it was a small wedding. It was just the, the couple, the preacher, and me. And when I first got to this beach house, it is absolutely pouring uh-huh. down rain and we all just decided you know because this couple was from another state and they said hey we came all the way here to get married we're gonna get married and we all just sort of stood in this house for a long time just waiting for the rain to stop and when it finally did stop just the most perfect rainbow popped up mm-hmm. and where we all just took off running outside and did this wedding as quick as we could. And um, I remember the preacher looking around and seeing the rainbow and he looked at me and said, I'm going to go fast because I know you want to get pictures. And (laughs) so he, the preacher basically rushed through the ceremony to get it done as quickly as possible. (laughs) So we could start taking pictures of the couple doing the posed pictures of the couple with the rainbow so you just never know you never know yeah at this point in the podcast we switch over to once a month and we started covering things like advice for new photographers and then you know what's in a brand And, and that advice episode we actually went to instagram with a poll and let other people other photographers insert their little tidbits of wisdom too um, so it wasn't just coming from you and I, I think we yeah. had a few people participate in that. So we have an episode like that. We have an episode about, um, what's in a brand and that whole thing was leading to a huge announcement that we had for September's episode, which was the announcement of our franchise. That's right. So that's the biggest thing I think that we had last year. Um, and that was toward the end of the year. So it's something that we're still working on and revisiting, but we put it out there. Uh, Ron worked really, really hard on figuring out all of the legalities of this. And it was really a vision and dream that he's had for a long time. It, it was a, it was something that I've been on the fence about Yes, for a it, couple of years. It, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I remember, I think it was, I think it was, was it 2018 when we went to Wyoming? That sounds believe, about right. I believe Something. that I believe that was about 2018. Yeah, and overdue I, to do that again. Jeez. Yeah, I drove yes. I drove all the way to Wyoming, yeah. and the whole way out there, I was listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and one of the episodes was uh, about the hamburger chain Five Guys. the The founder of Five Guys talking about how he sort of struggled with just a couple of locations for a few years and then he somebody talked him into franchising and it just exploded yeah and so that was when the franchise bug first got in my Uh ear and uh went back and forth about it over a few years and now here we are in 2023 when we finally uh discussed it again and said okay let's go for it yeah yeah um 
it, me, I'm, I'm always the first person. We have a joke around our office. Uh, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this on the podcast where we all have a word. Brittany's mm-hmm. is maybe, I believe. Yeah. Or yeah. Hers, there hers, was yes. A... hers is yes. Mine is right. no. <laughs> and, my, and, and I think, I think mine was why. Why? That's yeah. right. That's correct. Because I'm yeah. I'm the one who's always going, well, why should we do that? Right. And what do we gain from it? And, and I'm so thankful that we all have a different word. We do. And, and that Brittany's is yes, because she's a go-getter. And Brit- Brittany's, hardly anything Brittany's a people pleaser. And, and, and she wants to get it. She wants yeah. to get after it. Yeah. Mine is always no. My instinct is to be like no. You're you're just you're you're the one that's just always suspicious of everything. <laughs> of um, why do we need to change this? You know, uh, <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with the way we're doing it now? Right. <laughs> and uh, and then and then I'm just really you know I I want to get into the nuts and bolts of everything. Yes. So, yes, and I'm, yeah. I'm thankful that we all have different. It, it's a good. It, it makes us a good team. It does. So Ron kind of drug me along to that. I wanted to hear him out with the franchise thing. Um, every idea that you have thrown at me, I usually start off with no, super hesitant. Yeah. I was that way for Mount with Mountain Escape for years, and then when I come around to it, I can see your genius behind it, your ideas, and. Um, you know, and that's where we still are with the franchise. We're put, we've put it out there. We're working hard on it. It's still developing. We really encourage people to pursue it. Um, please go listen to that episode. I think, do we, we have multiple episodes on that? We run. do. We do. We started off with, uh, we did our episode of what's in a brand and then mm-hmm. we announced it at the end of that. And then uh, we did a full episode on the franchise for yes. um, September. That's that was right. the one where we did the full episode. Uh, it's called, Do You Want to Be an Owner of One of Our Companies? And, and I believe we might have to cover ta- another one, you know, this year. You know, we'll going into yeah. next year, I mean. Yeah, we talked about it again a little bit in our October episode called The Art of Noticing. Okay, yeah. We definitely will need to keep covering that and revisiting it um, as we learn what people need from us and the questions yeah. that they yeah, have. The, the franchising option is still out there. If yes. anybody is interested in becoming a franchise owner for Shore Shooters or Mountain Escape, just go to mightsoundwild.co and there is a link on there where you can just fill out a quick form. We don't ask you for a whole lot of information because we would rather just talk to you in, on the phone. Uh, or over FaceTime or whatever, which is what's going to happen after you fill out that form. You're going to hear from Brittany, and she's going to explain it all to you. Yeah, it's just and just just understand that just filling out that form, you're not committing yourself to anything. Um, just kind of raising your hand. You're yeah, saying, yeah, I'm you're interested. just saying, hey, I want more yeah. information on this. So yeah. e- even if you're uh, sort of skeptical about it. That's Just right. Go ahead and fill out that form, and then Brittany's going to get back to you, and she's going to explain to you how it all works and what you have to do and what we do to help you along. And we we will be doing a lot to help you along. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're here with you. We're going to partner with you. And super yeah. excited to see how 2024 um, yeah. develops more. And really, and really, this franchising thing comes down to a goal that I've had in my head since the very beginning of shore shooters, which is to be on every tourist beach that's right in the country. 
And yeah. it's just something that with the small staff that we have, we can't do it on our own. No. And we just don't have enough people to do this on our own. So that's why we are looking to franchise um, yep. to other business owners. Yeah. So and it's a great we, opportunity for us. We'll talk our, more about that yeah. in the new year. Yes. And then, so our last episode um, for this year before this one was the art of noticing, which yep. was kind of a, um, an idea that came to me, I think during a process where I was editing a wedding, I think okay. that, I, or, or I, I'm not really sure how it got into my brain, but I just realized there's such a um, difference between someone who has the desire to be a photographer and they learn all of the technical things and they learn how to, um, you know, actually take an image properly, but they've missed out on moments. And that's kind of what that whole episode is about. Just me trying to offer a few tips on if you feel like you're a good photographer, but you're just really missing something. Yeah. Um, the chances are you're missing noticing moments that are happening. You're too caught up in the technical side of photography. And I just tried to, I believe that you can overcome that and that you can learn, train your yeah. brain to yeah. know if it doesn't come natural. Right. And and the thing is, I'm, I'm not going to say it's all generational, but I think some of that can be generational because if you look at my generation where we grew up with photographers that just said, okay, sit there and yeah. smile. Yeah. And it's it's just it requires a complete retraining of your brain to just notice candid moments. Yeah. And that's kind of what we talked about on that of how you sort of have to have eyes in the back of your head and just be watching out for those unposed candid moments mm -hmm. all the time. And there's a lot more than just posing people. Right. And um, I, I believe in that episode, we use the example of um, don't try, don't be scared to just go for it. If you see something, especially in a digital world where you can delete yeah. it, if it didn't turn out, yeah. don't ask someone to recreate a moment that you just saw. I yeah. think that's a natural thing too, in your generation um, where I've been out on shore shooter shoots before where photographers will see something, be scared to go for it and then go, Hey, do that again. You've missed the yeah, moment. and it just it just never comes across the same way if you try right. to recreate it. So you got to get it the first time around. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that that was the year, Ron. That was that the was it. Year in a nutshell, I man. Yeah. I fast and yeah. I'm really looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward to seeing where yeah. our businesses go, where um, yeah. our listeners, where their businesses go. Yeah. Um, as always, please be, we are not super active on our social media for might sound wild just because it's kind of a tricky thing, but we are there to answer any DMS always. If you have questions, topics you want covered, if you want to know more about any, anything that might sound wild, Instagram is always there for you, whether you see activity on there or not, please yeah. write us there. You can always shoot an email too through the Might Sound Wild website. Yep. Even if you fill out that contact form with a different question, um, we're available to you. Ron and I personally. Oh yeah. Um, even if it makes its way to Brittany, she'll pass along. Who, you she know, will pass it along to us. Yeah. yeah. So be active yeah. with us because we're not just here to hear ourselves talk. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we've got one more episode to go before we wrap up this year. So we'll be back the first Wednesday in December with uh, another episode and uh, we'll try to get you ready for 2024 so uh thank you for listening this year to the might sound wild podcast and uh another episode coming up in about a month